What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 193 of the QAnon Anonymous Podcast, the Marjorie Talian 3 episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rogatansky, Liv Agar, Julian Field, and Travis View. So today, Liv has been brought on the podcast to make restitutions for uh, hurting her ankle and not making it um, to the <laughs> Toronto date, uh, and any other crimes she has or hasn't committed. <laughs> In yes. or outside of our minds, um, it doesn't matter. But today is payback time, and she will be reprising her role uh, as Marjorie Taylor Green. Mm-hmm. Like you guys did that together. The rising, the rising star <laughs> of the Republican Party. People are saying that no one's changed more for a role than this one. Uh, Liv has been <laughs> I've doing been training all year, intense. only to be sabotaged by my yeah. ankle. Uh, Liv has been. Liv uh, wasn't actually uh, in the middle of like a high-level Krav Maga match that she had to cover up with a small dog running at her ankle. Uh, I, I was <laughs> sorry. I was gonna say she's she's been meisnering back and forth with her small dog. <laughs> um, you know, just like really yeah. getting to the heart of some of these lines. Um, yeah. It's really one of my best, I think. Actually, and by that I mean one of my worst. I think. The, I think the official story is that she became so much like Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene during these practice sessions with her small dog that the dog eventually grew convinced <laughs> that she was and mm-hmm. dutifully attacked. Yeah. I have a good guard dog. Yeah, that's. <laughs> well. Who's trained to attack Marjorie Taylor Greene specifically if she comes and yeah. t- tries to break into my house. Now, let's be clear. If Marjorie showed up to your house, she would probably, American football style, kick that dog into the next dimension. But <laughs> Absolutely. But the problem is, is that I don't have all the CrossFit skills that Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene does. <laughs> yeah. It would be Croft McGraw versus CrossFit, which is like one of those weird YouTube uh, channels where they put two bugs in a jar and make them oh, yeah. you know, fight it's to like the death. It's like the ultimate warrior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, today we're going to be doing the third chapter of Jake's yeah. Alien Trilogy. And retiring and retiring the Alien Trilogy for yeah. good. This this was he, a tough one. <laughs> he looks so happy, mostly because he accidentally put too much hash in his cigarette. Yeah. Um, but also because he's uh, Corey finally going to be rid Corey of that. Corey cut that out. I found out my mom's been listening to the premium, so she's been <laughs> she's been getting gaining insight on my... My smoking and and uh, my uh, hash enjoying ways. Corey, leave it in. No, no, Corey, please <laughs> uh, take it out. Corey, you know you know that Jake. You barely caught. You barely talked to him at all. Like you know that we have the relationship. You know that you, you guys. I mean, hopefully you can figure out a back channel, Jake, because otherwise these edits are going to be mine forever. Well, no, it, it, this it, it's a good it's a good story. It, it feels it feels good to retire it here. Yeah. Um, Shoot, it, take it out back, shoot it in the head. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a tough. I, I really wasn't, really wasn't thinking ahead when I just, yeah, when I told Julian when we were starting to try to figure out what we were going to do for the tour, I was like, I've got it. I was like, I'll do a trilogy. It'll be a different story every leg of the tour. And the first trilogy that ca- like came into my head was uh, Aliens, of course. Right. And it also was a little bit on topic with the reptilian sort of thing. Sure. You, you know, it, yeah. it blended just enough to seem like a great idea. And by the time by the time I was trying to figure out how to parody the power loader and the prison planet, I mean, things really started to fall yeah. apart. So I mean, yeah, anyone who has to do that third movie would just go straight to having Jeffrey Epstein be an active character in the story. <laughs> 
it, obviously, you know, that's just like storyteller's delight. It was a huge hit, you know, when I mm-hmm. when I when Jeffrey Epstein makes an appearance, the the audiences would go absolutely bananas. Yeah, they love re- that guy. Was really funny as a as in Chicago, uh, a handful of my parents' friends, you know, in their you know mid to late sixties, some maybe early seventies, mm-hmm. you know, had to hear you know their their friend's son do a show, and he he mentions Jeffrey Epstein's name, and the crowd goes wild. It's yeah. Uh, well, those are the types of people listening, uh, certainly this far into the episode. Uh, I, we're also going to be doing another segment that I wrote for a good portion of the tour about Mel's Hole. Yes, this is a uh, a Pacific Northwest uh, darling mm-hmm. uh, of a story. And uh, one of the infamous uh, sort of Art Bell uh, arcs on, on his radio yeah. program. Yeah, it also was the inspiration for a TV show uh, called Outer Range that has a, mm. a season, uh, a pretty good season, actually, I'd say, under its belt. Um, so it, it has, like, continued to influence things, and uh, people love this. It's it's a it's a funny story and meta story of, you know, Art Bell doing his radio show and doing the kinds of things he does. So that'll be our first part, and then we can settle in. Jake is looking at me with... <laughs> it's. I can't tell. It's like a funny. Amu- it's like he's amused, but there's also a, a an undertone of murder in his hash uh, hash shaded eyes. Leave it in, Corey. <laughs> Mel's hole. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about uh, Mel's hole, and it's not the Mel Gibson hole. So Jake, you can you can reholster your rimming lips. Well, I, hold on. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Well, I'm just saying that like if it was about Mel Gibson, you would be you'd be puckering puckering up. I don't know. I think I'd be hunkering down. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a a storyteller known as Mel Waters who claimed to have a very, very deep hole in the ground on his property. So deep, in fact, that it may have been bottomless. But Mel didn't just make claims about his hole to a couple of buddies after some beers. No, he sent a fax to Art Bell, the host of the legendary paranormal radio show Coast to Coast AM. So here's Bell reading the message he received all the way back in 1997. Dear Art, I'm writing to you to see if I can get some help from you or your vast listening audience. I live in rural eastern Washington near the Manastash Ridge. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly now. On our property, there is a hole. Like the previous owners and the owners before them, we've been throwing our trash into the hole. Apparently... The hole has been there as long as anyone can remember. At first, I thought it was an ancient well. Anyway, the hole is nine feet, nine inches in diameter. There is a stone retaining wall around it, and we put a steel door on top to keep anyone from falling into it. As I said earlier, people have been throwing their trash into the well, that's in quotes here, for decades. Furniture, household trash, dead cows, building debris, you name it. The thing is, I noticed the hole never filled up, so I got curious, actually obsessed, began trying to measure the depth of the hole. I emptied three fishing reels of about 1,500 yards of monofilament trying to determine the depth. Soon I was buying fishing line in bulk. So far, I've sunk about 80,000 feet of line into the hole without reaching bottom. My wife works at a local university with a geology department. We hope to get some professional scholarly help in determining the depth of the hole, as far as I can tell. There's nothing else particularly strange about it, except for two other things. Dogs refuse to get within 100 feet of the hole. Birds won't sit on the retaining wall or metal door. Another strange thing is there's no echo when you yell into the hole. 
Indeed, I've never heard anything hit bottom when tossed in. We once tossed in an old refrigerator, and we never heard it hit bottom, no crash, splash, or crunch. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. (laughs) 